In this episode, we look at how to manage your emotions. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, we are looking at how to manage your emotions. Now, this episode, it's going to be phenomenal. It's really honestly going to be an awesome episode that is critical, critical in today's day and age because we are all experiencing so much turmoil when it comes to our emotions on a day-to-day basis. I know I'm feeling it. I know you're probably feeling it. We're living through a historical event and it shows. It's stressful. It's uh, anxiety-inducing. It's it's frustrating. It's anger-inducing. So this is going to be such a good and important episode. This episode was written by Lisa Hagen. She's a rock star here on the TLBC team. Make sure you connect with her. The link is in the description of this episode. And this episode is important because the ability to feel is one of life's beautiful gifts. But at times, the intensity of these emotions can overwhelm us. It's possible to reach a point of what's called saturation. Now, the Cambridge Dictionary defines saturation as, quote, the act or result of filling a thing or place completely so that no more can be added, end quote. In other words, our state of mind The emotions we deal with each day and the emotions of others around us can become too much for us to manage. So here's a weird analogy, but picture yourself as a sink. Stick with me. Your job is to create space for water to flow, pool and drain without spilling. But what happens if the tap has a persistent drip? See, at first, it's insignificant. Our water levels continue to rise, but our sheer size is able to deal with it. But what if the dripping never stops? Eventually, we'll reach a point where we literally can't hold any more water. So what happens? Well, it starts spilling over the edge. We struggle to be able to fulfill our purpose, which is to control the water inside of us. We begin to fail. Experiencing emotional saturation is that same process exactly. It's our purpose to feel and experience life. But when the emotional experiences are persistent in their negativity, their sadness, their pain, the repetition can feel like the water spilling over the sides. We can't cope with it anymore. And we find ourselves searching for ways to release that emotion. Now, this is different than when we just allow ourselves to feel our feelings. That's important and valuable. This is more about not being able to cope with everything going on and the entire process of emotion management. So how can we deal with this? How do we create the space in our lives to allow for this outpouring of emotion, to provide a structure for this release so that it doesn't end in our own destruction? Well, We're going to talk about that in a moment, but before we jump into it, here's a hard truth. You probably know everything you need to know in order to change your life for the better. Listening to podcasts like this, reading books, it can be helpful, but more knowledge isn't the answer. 
In fact, if knowledge was the answer, if knowledge was all that was needed to change our lives, we'd all have six pack abs, $10 million, strong, healthy relationships, or whatever it is your dream or your success looks like. But knowledge isn't the answer. In order to change our lives, we need to take positive actions in the direction we want to go consistently over time. And to do that, we need the right support system and to be held accountable. That's where Tiny Leaps Plus can help. Tiny Leaps Plus is a peer-to-peer accountability program designed to support you in achieving your biggest or tiniest goals. When you sign up, you'll be matched with an accountability group based on your preferences. These groups will help you set better goals, check in with each other, and celebrate the big wins. Combine that with access to exclusive resources, a community space to share advice with people outside of your group, and direct access to me to help support you when you need it. And you've got the recipe to make 2021 your best year ever. And the best part? All of this only costs $5. That's $5 for a dedicated accountability group, resources to make taking action simpler than ever, and a large community to support you when you need it. So head over to tinyleapsplus.com today to learn more or sign up today for just $5. That's tinyleapsplus.com to sign up for $5. The best way to start this discussion is to understand what happens within our minds when we reach this intense emotional state. To understand, we need to recognize that there's a difference between feeling and emotion. You see, up until this point, we've been using them interchangeably. But if we look at the two from a neurological perspective, they're actually different concepts entirely. And this lack of clarity can be the root of our challenges. So let's break them down. Emotion. These are the physical signals a body makes in response to external stimuli around you. For example, our heart beats fast when we enter a dark forest alone. Our mouth goes dry when we're standing on the edge of a cliff looking out. And feeling, this is the process of how we consciously respond to these physical changes. And it's this state that can prove overwhelming. So to reiterate that, the emotion is the physical change that our body goes through in response to external stimuli. And the feeling is what our mind does when we have those physical changes. There is a difference. So neurologist Antonio R. Damasio can help us to develop this distinction a little further. He describes the relationship in the following way. Our brain, quote, processes the signals in neural maps, which it then compiles in the somatosensory centers. Feelings occur when the maps are read and it becomes apparent that emotional changes have been recorded as snapshots of our physical state, so to speak, end quote. This image of a map is helpful to our understanding. Our feelings are our mind, heart, spirit's way of navigating what our physical body is experiencing. Recognizing this enables us to see that to shift our feelings, we need to trigger a physical change in our bodies. We need to create external stimuli that will produce a different emotional response. This can then create a foundation or pathway for the landscape of our feelings to also change. So how do we do that? Well, one of the simplest tools we have at our disposal to change our external environment is music. It's not the only way to alleviate this pressure of saturation. In previous episodes, we've actually talked about the power of nature. But as weather is not always on our side, music is more reliable. It has the ability to shift our emotion in a matter of seconds by fundamentally shifting the external stimuli or environment around us. 
It's a resource readily at our fingertips in many forms, and so it has the potential to become a powerful tool in helping us navigate the maps of feelings we experience. So how can we implement this as a practical habit? Well, number one, think about the music we listen to. Experiment with listening to different artists. Take note of how you feel. What state of mind are we in after the song? What have they prompted us to see or think? Are there lyrics that we resonate with? How does our body physically respond? Do we sing along or find ourselves dancing around? Put some actual thought into the music we listen to rather than just reacting to it. Find the music that produces the desired effect that you're looking for. Then, number two, create a playlist. Use your experimentation to group artists and songs together. Create playlists that trigger a different physical response. So we might create a power anthem playlist, which makes us dance or sing, which triggers positive energy, encouraging us to believe that we will be okay. Or maybe we could create a comfort playlist, one that enables us to have space to feel sad, to breathe into the feeling and allow the lyrics to fill us completely, bringing with them the comfort that we're not alone. Ultimately, providing space to trigger our parasympathetic nervous system, controlling that state of feeling at rest or peace. Number three, apply affirmation. Name your playlist with an affirmative statement that mirrors your desired physical response. For example, feel good, find peace. The use of imperatives are an important mental trigger to initiate a physical response in our bodies. The first signal before we begin the playlist itself. And number four, match it or reverse it. This process with music can operate in two ways. We can select a playlist that matches our emotions so that we don't feel that sense of isolation. This can provide a cathartic release. It naturalizes the emotion we want to express. Or we can select a playlist that is the reverse of what we feel. This can enable us to lift ourselves up. It's an affirmative release. We're encouraging our minds to see an alternative picture of how we can feel. And so I want to end on this. We know how powerful words can be. They can be used to build up or to break down. In this knowledge lies an amazing form of self-care. Spinoza, a Dutch philosopher, affirms this idea that this reflection and inversion can help our minds reach a state of equanimity. The strategy operates on two levels. The content of the songs can prompt metaphorical changes in our feelings and the musical environment can trigger physical changes in our body's responses. Both enable us to release that feeling of saturation. So the next time we feel the overflow, click play and allow the music to guide you. Again, today's episode was written by Lisa Hagen. Big shout out to her. Make sure you check her out over on Instagram. The link is in the description of this episode. This it, It's such a critical piece of our day-to-day lives, managing our emotions and utilizing music, utilizing playlists as a way to do that is a, a really, really smart and fun strategy. So I want to hear from you. Reach out to the podcast at Tiny Leaps on Twitter or Instagram. Let me know whether or not you already do this, whether or not you're going to try it, what tools you use to manage your emotions, let us know. Reach out today and connect with us. And before you go, I encourage you to check out today's sponsor, Tiny Leaps Plus. If you're a fan of this podcast, then this is the next step to improving your life this year. Head over to tinyleapsplus.com to learn more. And with that said, I've been Greg Clunas. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day.